The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Who is the winner you brought over to my bar on New Year's? Winner? Anna. I brought a wait. I didn't yeah, bring the a moat. winner. How about the this? Moat, the moat you brought moat over my I bar. Brought over now that the moat I brought over. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Who is the moat? I mean, seriously, <laughs> I'm. I've just got like my family the here. Moat. We're sitting at the nine foot homemade oak bar. I've moved all the studio equipment off to the side or put it away. Be very got, hospitable right, to a new guest in your home. Right, exactly. And then all of a sudden, here comes Hannah walking into my basement. What What do you think? Like about a half hour before the ball drops? Yeah, about a half hour. All right, so a half hour before midnight. You've been out all night long. Yeah. And you come walking in with this dude, and you're dressed to the nines, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. Right. And this guy comes walking in with you like he just <laughs> threw something on that day. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And and he comes in. He's very particular. Like, wh- what kind of vodka do I have, for crying out loud? He's very like, rude. Like, first of all, you're drinking for free, big guy. Secondly, <laughs> big guy. who are you in my basement? Right? Yeah. Are these the strays you're picking up when you're dating now? This, this is what's available on the south side that's single. No, there's got to yes. be a better way to find guys. <laughs> You're going to run back and be like, I don't want to be divorced anymore. Are you kidding me? I'm like, serious. Like, seriously, like, okay, so just if so If they're pe- not married, this is what you get. Just so people understand here, okay, I, I, I don't normally want to just throw somebody under the bus, okay? He was a guest in my home, but I spent 45 minutes trying to drag a conversation out of this dude, right? Like, he's not Mr. Personality. He, It's not like he, like, was was just like Don Juan. He barely paid any attention to when he comes walking in the place. He sat there and played with his ice cube inside of his his vodka glass. <laughs> what kind of vodka? Right, exactly. And it's just he was just like one of these guys where I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, I felt so bad for you. Didn't I tell you? I mean, first of all, where do you find that guy? Is he from an app? From an app, yeah. Okay. So didn't I tell you to go out to a bar? I told you, you go out someplace. Me. Sit someplace. I uh, saw yep. your pictures on Instagram. You were dressed up real nice. You I, look like you look like a divorcee that's out on the hunt. I mean, you you, yeah. you you did everything right. You got a black outfit on. There's all kinds of stuff going on with the top. I saw this whole thing. You're doing all the poses that you girls do where you take the picture from above your head. Yep, makes okay. you look skinny. Right, exactly. You're doing all that stuff. You go out to the bar and I tell you, go out to a place that serves drinks, right? Yep. Uh, uh, like a place that's like interesting, that serves drinks where you yep. might have a conversation. And I guarantee you a single girl will at least have something walk up to her. It might not be the greatest, but stay off the apps. What Did you try that? I did that. That's the first thing I did that night. That's the first that thing I did work. that night. I sat there for 45 minutes by myself at a bar stool at a packed bar and no one even approached me. Were there single men there? Yes. They, there were men congregating they, without women attached to them. I'm assuming they were single. I sat there for 45 minutes and no one even comes up to me. The bartenders were the only two that talked to me when my drink got low. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't to make like, any look, sense. Look, I, I we it doesn't I have people, make any sense. I have people ask me all the time, like, you know, how do you know Hannah? Like and, and to be honest with you, there are dudes that have walked up in the last couple of years who have been like, Hey, is Hannah here? And like, you know, yeah. they, they want to meet you. Right. Okay. So I know there's guys, yeah, okay, that think, you know, they think you're good looking. All right. And you okay. Have to, exactly. And I know there's guys that feel that way who have come over to EP podcast remotes. So to me, it feels like you'd be the kind of woman that could sit at a bar. 
and a dude would walk up. Like, I mean, do you get to the emptiness of the drink and sit there for a minute to see like, yes, is it possible yes. you've lost your game? Like there's a do thing. You think? Like when were you last on the dating scene? Oh, were there, God, were there 15 even years apps? Ago. You picked up your husband on MySpace, didn't you? Yes. Okay. So that's how long ago this was. Yes. You picked up your husband on MySpace. I met my wife just in a bar. Okay. So see? mine was even, mine was just like, and you're still married. <laughs> look at that chick over there. She's hot on the dance floor. I see her dancing with somebody I know who's another girl that I know that from work I walk up to the girl from work and go, who's that girl? She goes, you don't have a shot. I beg her, like, introduce me. I buy her a drink and, like, I'm off and running. Yeah. And you're telling me that ain't happening now. Nope. Doesn't happen. I It didn't happen to me. Didn't happen to me New Year's Eve, sitting there by myself, crowded bar. Maybe it's at the wrong bar. I don't know. But no, no one, they don't do that anymore. They don't just walk up to you and say, hey, can I buy you a drink? That doesn't happen. I want to get into this on the show. Frank Murray's going to be here from the Evergreen Park Library. Uh, he comes in every month. He's always got good stuff. I'm looking forward to sitting down with him. Colleen Klimzak, our uh, resident Evergreen Park organizer, is uh, also going to help me out with the problem. This episode brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early in life. Help them get ahead with a junior savers account from the first national bank of evergreen park with a junior savers account kids earn interest on every dollar they deposit so they can watch their money grow show them how fun it is how rewarding saving can be check it out online at bankevergreenpark.com junior or stop into that iconic building at 95th and pulaski they always say hi they're very friendly it's, it's just what i remember banks being Back in the day, uh, they have great rates on CDs right now, depending on how long you keep them in there, up to 3.25%. So stop in, see what's going on at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. I know I have to get some more EP podcast car magnets over there. That's been like the place to get them. I know they've run out. I know I'm lazy. I try to get through the holidays, so I'll get some out there very soon. But again, that's the way that banking used to be. Unlike Hannah, <laughs> dating is not the same. Dating we'll is it. not the same. We're getting into it. Later on, on this episode, this is the EP Podcast. <laughs> Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, I have a man who first off spent 20 minutes waiting in my basement for me to get to him. <laughs> because I scheduled my day so poorly. And, and and everything was running five minutes behind, 10 minutes behind, 15 minutes behind. So Frank Murray was just down there hanging out when I got home. And I walked in the house and I'm like, Frank. And he's like, Chris. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. So Frank Murray's here. How are you? I'm doing good. Took my shoes off. Relax. Yeah. Make yourself comfortable. Put the recliner in, you know. We still have the lights up here on the bar. Yeah, you know, I keep great. the Christmas lights up here on the bar as long as I keep them up outside. Should probably be yearly. I mean, yeah. it looks, it's I a like nice the, little festive feel. nine bulbs that go around like the bar here you could really leave these all year you know Easily. i don't know if people would think it was cheesy though no, but no. i mean it, it, like they they kind of add a little bit more brightness down here when i'm doing things because i don't like putting the big lights on overhead and the drop ceiling then, yeah. then i'm sitting in an office building i want it to look like a bar exactly so no, I, I think I, it's I perfect it. yeah and you you are not only uh in charge over there at the evergreen park library as people know mm -hmm. but now you are the president of the chamber of commerce Yes. Is this yes, out? Is Chris, this official now? Is, uh, yes, it Sarah Clyde's been on this show a bunch of times, and Sarah's no longer, I mean, and she's still here in Evergreen. She still works in Evergreen, but she still, is still she part of the chamber. On. She's part of the chamber, but you're you're the boss now. She served her time as president. I tried to convince her to go again for a second year. 
She didn't want to do it. She laughed at you. She didn't want to do it. She laughed right at you. Sarah, it's still yours if you want it. I'm going to pull back the curtain. Sarah's going to turn red face if she's listening to this. But I remember the day she was down here and we had finished talking and I told her, I think it's a three-year position. And I could just see the look of worry in her face. And she was like, really? I'm like, yeah. I remember Nikki Seidel did it for three years. And I want to say that like Laura Freeman was a couple of years, if not three. I couldn't figure out if it was three or if it was two for her. But I'm like, this isn't like a one-year deal. And uh, I guess she decided, yes, it is. So welcome to the, uh, yeah. to the chamber presidency. Frank. Thanks, Chris. I'm, I'm really excited. We how got... do you get that? Is, it, is there like a big campaign? Uh, there are secret ballot boxes? How, yeah. how do you end up yeah. with that? Big campaign. Yeah. I think you just really answer your phone. And if you answer the phone, then you're <laughs> it. Tag, you're it. I love it. I, know, I, I love I, it. I, yeah. All right. Well, we, we're, we're going to talk about the library because I know you know. Right. When you, if you have a chamber thing, you know you I've can got reach my, out to I've me. got my library hat right. on. But you know that if you got a chamber thing, we're here for you, right? Wonderful. Okay, Wonderful. Cool. All right. But we're going to talk library stuff. Uh, it's a new year. Um, I'm sure you have something that has to do with snow. Uh, I'm sure there's something for the Martin Luther King weekend that's coming up. I'm sure you're getting ready for Valentine's Day. What, what do you want to start off with? You just nailed all our major things right there, Chris. <laughs> Does this guy work for the library or what? I mean, come on. We have since you so wonderfully laid it out for me. I didn't even read your book that comes in the mail. No, I didn't. I didn't even read it. Didn't you get like five of them? Because the I did The post office delivered five of them. Did I tell you that I got like a bunch of them? I don't know who got who didn't get theirs. The post office is listening. Please (laughs) deliver one to each home in Evergreen Park. That's what we're paying you for. Here we go, Chris. So your podcast will reach the post office and they'll finally they start care. delivering. People have been complaining about the post office on the EP podcast for years. We did a whole show with Kelly Burke where we talked Just about how messed about up it, it was. Yeah. And you know what's funny is people outside of Evergreen Park, like Mount Greenwood people, they come to Evergreen because this is the best post office. <laughs> That's what's incredible about it. So anyway, all right, oh, what do we got? Goodness. Leave me off. All right. So we got a lot of fun stuff happening in the new year in January, Chris. I'm going to start with the kids. We've got a lot of fun going on. Um, every year we do a read in the new year reading challenge. Keep the kids sharp. Literacy is our number one goal within the library. So from January 1st to February 28th, grades five and under can earn prizes by meeting their reading goals. They can register in person at the library or do so via our Beanstack app, which is a free app you can download. I love how literacy is your number one goal. That's like somebody who, like, you know, I don't know, teaches a lifeguard class as buoyancy as our number one goal. Yeah, they do have to be able to read. Otherwise, there's no reason for the library. Hey, (laughs) what? How else are you going to make it through life? How are you going to get return customers if you don't teach them how to read? That's all I'm saying. It's a sick cycle. You got to start thinking in business terms if you're going to be in charge of the chamber. Okay. (laughs) You you got to be starting. I mean, because that's a business move right there. They have to be able to read so they come back and continue to use your service. Pro tip. We got to get them there. We got to get them there, Chris, and we got to hook them. So one of the ways that we're going to hook you. Uh-huh. is bingo we got bingo going on friday january 13th from at starting at 2 30 it's grades five and under they're going to play some bingo earn some prizes and hopefully check some books out so they can there keep their uh, literacy right. skills right. alive um we also have um play-doh play date sunday january 22nd at 1 p.m this is for grades kindergarten and under it's geared for families and their kids to come in, social interaction. No, this is smart. You don't want kids playing with Play-Doh without mom and dad there. Because yeah, you need them there. There's always that one kid that starts eating it. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be responsible <laughs> okay. for that, Frank. Uh, sorry, buddy. You right. can't eat the yeah. Play-Doh. I know you yeah. made a really delicious-looking yeah. apple, but please don't eat it. Please don't eat it, right. yeah. So that's what mom and dad will be there <laughs> to help out with. 
Um, and I know I've already uh, promoted this uh, on the podcast in previous ones, but we're having our um, official 3D printer launch party Saturday, January 14th from 1 to 3 p.m. Um, the wonderful people at OSF, Little Company of Marion, OSF Innovation, have generously donated a 3D printer, and we're going to be celebrating that uh, on Saturday. OSF will be there on hand to show how 3D printing is used in the healthcare field. We'll have the library's 3D printer live and printing off some fun items, and then we'll have some computers set up for people that want to explore 3D design and learn how to create a basic object. Right, so what will happen is uh, OSF will come in, they'll put a little program in the printer, and they'll print out a human heart. And then you're going to be like, or you can make a box, kids, right? Is that, <laughs> yeah, is that how it's going to go? Yeah, here's a human heart. Or here's a little keychain that you can design. But hey, step by step, but and ev- hopefully eventually we'll be able to inspire somebody to make the next human heart. Right, That's the goal, go. right? That's right. the goal. And then our, our big event for kids um, in January is the magic of Scott Green. Scott Green is a uh, local magician. Um, he's going to be there Saturday, January 21st at 3 p.m. It's for children of all ages and their families. Puts on a great show. We've had him before. He's awesome. So uh, looking for a great magic show. Some humor, some intrigue. This, this will be a great event for you, Chris. Come on and bring the kids. It's magic. I, it's I don't magic. know what else you got to do. So magic. Have you ever gone to like a professional magic show I have before? not, actually. No. I saw David Copperfield one time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, was, I, I would have never have gone except I was working in Reno, Nevada. He was playing Reno, okay? So okay. he was doing he was, a couple days there. House show, the yeah. casino wanted to promote it, and the morning mm-hmm. guy got tickets for, like, himself and his crew and everything. So I, I mean, I'm the morning guy, and I took my wife, who I was just dating at the time, and a bunch of other people to the show. And I watched him make audience members disappear and then reappear behind them. Yeah, I was going to say, Copperfield was the one who made, what, the Empire State Building disappear? Yeah, or something he does like all that? kinds yeah. of crazy yeah. stuff. But I watched a live show where they brought people down, they all sat there, they disappeared, and before, and he counted to three, and they were up in the balcony all sitting there. And it took me years of thinking that that was impossible <laughs> yeah. until one of my buddies said he just found a bunch of twins and he hired them. And I was like, oh my God! Uh, that's it! <laughs> There's a trap door, and the twins are sitting up there. I thought the he was really the devil. Like, it really threw me off that night. Yeah, it makes you disappear and then transports you to another location. If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. New Year's might have been a holiday. That might have been the problem. Could have been. Like, I mean, right? I mean, like, maybe people have plans. But I don't know. When I was out on New Year's, I was out looking for girls when I was single. Yeah. No, nobody was. How old was the mope? How old was the mope? Was he younger than you? Like, three years younger than me. He seemed like the wrong generation. Yeah, like he was talking. He was trying to talk pop culture with me, and I was like, "This is a child sitting here." Oh, he loves pop culture. Are are you a cougar? Are you cheating? Are you dating children? I am not dating children. Okay, I just want. I was curious. (laughs) He's like three years younger than me. That's it. Yeah. All right. That's it. Yeah. Maybe it was just his IQ was low. That's why I thought he was young. Okay. So, (laughs) what is the normal the normal thing that you do? You've been out in the dating market for how long? Uh, roughly a year. A year. Yeah. Okay. So you've been out there for a year. 
what is the way that men approach you? Is it an app? Are they in your DMs? It's is an there app. ever a chance never where they come the walking DMs. up and talking to you? Never in the DMs. Never come up and talk to me. Um, Are you intimidating? Do you have a scowl on your face? Do I have a scowl on my face? I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm pretty nice. Okay. You know, I did meet one guy, like a friend of a friend, but like it didn't work out. Right. So that was like my one failure at, you know, someone introducing me to someone. Like the traditional and, way. Yeah. But it's generally been apps. It's generally so been apps. So what apps are you using? Um, I'm on Hinge and Bumble. Which one's Hinge? Is that the one where I see the thing where the, the thing always dies at the end? Yeah, he's sad. Yeah, he's sad. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's made to be deleted. The idea is that you want it to die, yeah, so they light him. it on fire. It's a little furry yeah, he age dies. or whatever yeah, like that. Yeah, he's okay. sad. All right. So the, and so the idea behind that, okay. And then the other one is? Bumble. Bumble. And what is Bumble? It's just pretty much the same thing. Are these like relationship apps or hookup apps? They're relationship apps. Okay. But are, everyone's looking for a hookup. Are there, is that, it, see, because that's see, the that's thing. See, that's the problem. Okay. That's the problem. Everyone's looking for a hookup. And you can tell, you can smell it from a mile away. Oh, okay. So They're tell very me, obvious. how do you know when somebody's out for the hookup, Hannah? Well, they want to go out with you immediately. They want to like, they will start chatting on the app. Can and, you be ready in five minutes? No, can you? Well, like, you know, be like, <laughs> hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? Uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah slow down, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you prefer the conversation first? Like the, I with prefer the, stranger? the conversation. I prefer to get to know them first. Uh-huh. And am I even going to be interested in you? What I hate is these interview first dates where you're just sitting there asking each other questions across the table or questions like next to each other on a bar stool. That is the most boring, listless thing you can imagine. So I'd rather get the small talk out of the way first. Is there an app? Now, here's a question for you. I I may come up with a million dollar idea here and then people are going to steal it and I'm still going to be doing a podcast in my basement. But is there an app where you can say, I'm out at such and such club and people can look for those that are geographically close to them in a bar or a club and then and then see the profile picture. Know the girl sitting there by herself. Know the guy sitting there by themselves. See like like the general area. Do you think that's creepy? To me, that's creepy. I'm going to target on my back. I'm trying to find something where it brings people together more normal. And I have I have a daughter that's had a boyfriend. Yeah. Who turned out to be crazy. Yes, and then did. she got herself she got herself <laughs> single. Now she's not really interested in boys. Okay. And then I got a I got a young son who I would think at some point, I mean, I know he's interested in girls. At some point he's gonna get up the nerve to actually talk to one of them. But I mean, it's it, that's that's where I'm at. I'm seeing the beginning of this with yeah. my two older kids. And I I dread the idea, I worry about the idea that they're going out into a world where they're going to select people they're going to date off of a menu on a phone. That's what it is. You're selecting, I call it shopping. You go shopping. You either swipe left and put it back on the shelf or you swipe right and put swipe right and put it in your cart. You're literally going shopping and it's very empty. But what I would do, like safety was like real important to me. Yeah. So, you know, I have like my designated like first date place. I tell everybody where your first date place is. <laughs> Open outcry. <laughs> John has told me so many times. About the amount of times and Hannah brings guys in there. Well, Every Rona. time I see him, he's like, Hannah had a dude in here on Friday. I'm like, yeah, Hannah had a dude in here on Saturday. Different dude, different dude. Yeah, like, and poor, poor Mona, the, the the waitress Mona. Mona gets to meet every one of them, and Mona gives me her honest opinion on every single one of them. <laughs> so the staff helps you out the staff, Mona helps me out. Yeah, oh, she's got my back. <laughs> I can't wait till he's back on the show again so we can talk about this more. That's that's absolutely So make amazing. sure, you know, it's somewhere like if the guy is strange or weird, you know, I kind of know the people there. I know where I'm at, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm not just going to go like somewhere I'm not familiar with. 
Um, the weirdest thing right now, especially in my age, being middle age, is most men have children. They're either single and have kids. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with that. Well, it's not, I don't mind the children. I don't mind kids. You know me. I love kids. Don't mind the kids. Baby mama drama, ex-wife craziness. Oh, my God. So you've run have into I, that, too. Yes. Yes. And like, you got to watch out for that. It's just not what it used to be. And but yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show to make sure that I, uh, I I never forget that I should just stick with my wife. Just please stick with your and wife. And then if like she gets hit by a bus, uh, you know. Uh, Get your sailboat and that, let that be it. Exactly. Sail Use off the insurance the money. <laughs> <laughs> Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Colleen Klimzak is back down here. She's our uh, resident professional organizer, and I love having her stop by. And she's really easy to get on the show because she records her own podcast down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, Your Organized Life, uh, which is great. And I get all these organizational tips, and uh, I'm constantly like trying to do things better myself just based off of what I listen to when I'm putting her show together. And, uh, and she's one of the, the, the growing list of people that are, that are using the facilities here at my nine foot homemade Oak bar to podcast themselves. How are you, Colleen? I am great. What a lead in. Yeah. Uh, it was I love wordy. It, it was, was wordy. That's okay. I was yeah. waiting. I, I don't get as many words in now because Hannah's back. <laughs> what did you think when she came back? What was your reaction? I, I know you're, so I know you're a long time listener. We of the show. are. Yeah. And we were one of those people that were like, well, you don't really want to ask, but where's Hannah? Like, <laughs> you know, there's got to be a reason. Chris but looks we're so glad uncomfortable when, when we ask him. That was probably like part of the conversation was that. Uh, no, honestly, no? on the when. Um, so I love my podcast, but it's just me talking. So I love the interplay that you two do because you're here and you're just having that conversation. And then it includes the people that are here as your guests and. So I, um, no, I can admire it from, like I said, from the podcast podcasting standpoint, but you guys are just great together too. So well, it's just I, fun to listen to you both. And I'm glad she's back. So I appreciate Hannah, that. welcome back. Colleen Klimzak brought to you proudly by Sid Sauce this week. Get the greatest hot sauces you've ever tried. Peppers grown in Evergreen Park, small batch delivered to your door free. Every time we have taco night here. At the Lanuti House, there's like seven different bottles of Sid Sauce on the table. See all they have to offer at SidSauce.net. Frank Murray is going to help us finish off the show here with the word on the street in a moment. But first, Colleen, I have a, a friend of mine who he talks about seasonal affective disorder or sad. And when the lights come down and I leave my my Christmas lights up as long as humanly possible. OK, I do, because I, I first it was epiphany. Then I was told it was uh, the next day, week after that. And then Father Paul was down here about two weeks ago and had me keeping him up until February. Yep. And I'm going to do it yep. as long as I have an excuse for it. Because I think the moment they come down, we hit this dead zone now where people feel overwhelmed. So what is your tip? That's why I have you down here today. Don't have room for anything else. Not a okay. hand back. She takes up all kinds of time. <laughs> but what is your, what is I your still tip? Want a meter. What is your tip? What is your tip 
for pushing through when you just feel completely overwhelmed because you organize people's lives. You tell them how to get through the day. You tell them how to look at the checklist. You tell them how to get through things. When somebody feels completely overwhelmed, how do you get moving again? Because it feels like you're in quicksand. Oh, wow. That's a great question. And we have the holidays to look forward to if you look forward to that. And then they're done. So like it's getting darker, 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 but it's okay because Christmas is almost here. I mean, look, it's the new year and now it's January. Martin Luther King Day, President's Day. These are real holidays, but we're not decorating. No, no, that would would, would be decorating. I mean, it's not exactly the same kind of thing. So, right. I mean, your ones, (laughs) your ones where there's going to be like fanfare or your fourth of July, you know, Thanksgiving, there's a bunch of football games on and everybody eats all day long. Christmas is Christmas. I mean, even Easter's got the bunny. I mean, you know, this is, there's, we got a lot to get through before. Right? the bunny though exactly we got even st patrick's day is an entire day of just standing around and drinking but i mean at least it's a around good excuse here. for me to yeah around here around here right but yeah. i mean like the, not all of these have those things attached to them you know what i'm doing for mlk weekend i'm going to a hockey tournament in madison wisconsin not Where very exciting it'll be cold and dark right? there too exactly yeah, not really a big boost um so the first thing you need to do is recognize that it's a thing right so the fact that you even said it out loud is huge because if you say it's a thing, right? Seasonal affective disorder, actually, I can't even- Sad. Know. It is sad. Because I'm sad. Because it, 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 it's cold and it's dark and I'm sad. It is cold and it's right. dark. Um, <clears throat> so I have a friend who moved to New Mexico. That's one way to battle sad, I suppose, but that's kind of extreme. Um, but uh, other things you can do is just recognize that it's a thing. I right? love this. I love right? that I bring you down here. <laughs> And I ask you, how do I get through this? And you go, move to New Mexico. I did not say you did. that. That's what I heard you I say, Colleen. I didn't know. Okay. Colleen Klimczak. All the words, Chris. Listen to all the words. Move to New so Mexico. I said that's a little extreme. <laughs> <clears throat> so the first thing you need to do is just recognize that it really is a thing. And um, I have done things with my schedule that mean I am out in daylight more. So even a day that I'm at home Um, I make sure that I am outside, you know, the vitamin D, we really do need it. I know even, you know, today was a dense fog advisory. Like there was no sunlight to be seen, but we still need to be outside. And that's a time management thing, right? So that really does fall under organizing. We also can do things, you know, organize our days around being outside, recognize that energy may be lower, expectations need to be a little lower. Um, They actually say the best part of taking a vacation is not taking the vacation, it's planning a vacation. So if you have a vacation anywhere this year on your horizon, put it on the calendar now and start thinking warm, sunny, relaxing thoughts. There are things that, there really are things that we can do. And then also making sure that we're vitamin D, like there's food that can help us, there's things that we can do. Um, But, you know, Energy's going to be lower. Motivation's going to be lower. And that's one of the reasons I have problems with the New Year's resolution is this is an unnatural time to try and get more done. Like we expect the expectations are so high. And honestly, it's the coldest, darkest time of the year. Who who gets stuff done? It's a lot harder. So recognizing that it's a lot harder and doing enough for yourself that, you know, you can understand that it might be a little lower energy. You'll still get it done. It just might not be this week or next week. And uh, do whatever you can do to to get that boost that will help you stay motivated. So whether it's 
planning a vacation, whether it's getting outside more and getting more vitamin D, whether it's just kind of commiserating with friends or, you know, starting up a group that says, okay, we know it's rough right now, but let's be accountable to each other. You know, there's, there's things you can do. Um, but it's I'm, hard. I'm, I'm planning a vacation. Nice. I am. Uh, beginning of February. <laughs> Beautiful. Just me. Bunch of my friends going to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Very cool. Yeah, I might be sad, but I'm going to have a bourbon. <laughs> uh, I won't be that sad if there's <laughs> bourbon. Okay. But I mean, like even just saying that, there was such, there was like excitement in your voice, right? So there were, you know, we can do, we can manufacture the the motivation if we have to since it's not coming from that's awesome colleen clubs just told you to drink more and move to new mexico i did not Frank Murray back down here at the bar to help us finish off the show with your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you proudly by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. They've got a full taster bar in a brand new, beautiful location right over there at 95th and Kedzie, 3148 West 95th Street. That is the northeast corner of the intersection. See more at coolcloudsvapor.com. And also... Write down evergreenparklibrary.org as well. Anything that Frank talks about on this show, you can get more details right there. And my friend, rapid fire now for the word on the street. Uh, give me something. What, what else you got for the rest of the month? Finish me out. An adult coloring contest uh, from January 3rd to the 31st. We have an official coloring sheet. So it's not just like you can't just draw or anything. There's an official coloring sheet participants need to, need to use. You can pick it up at the library or you can pick it up online on our website and print it off. Each two of our winners are going to receive a $25 gift card to Meyer. There you go. Uh, and sticking along with our art theme for the new year, we're going to have art in the afternoon on Saturday, January 21st at 2.30 p.m. Um, we're going to be doing this indoors, but it's going to be watercolors. We've, we've done watercolors each um each season so far, so we're going to be doing uh, winter water watercolors in the library's uh, Nikki Seidel Quiet Reading Room, and you can get inspired by the fireplace or the outdoor winterscape and enjoy some warm tea with some friendly fellow artists. It sounds cozy. Yep. Yeah. It's very cozy, right? Yeah, it sounds and, cozy. And we're supplying the uh, paint supplies, so no need to bring some if, if you don't have them. Just come on in. I assume that anything you're doing over there, you're providing it. Pretty much. Right? Pretty I mean... Much. Listen, my tax dollars pay for this stuff. You better provide everything, Frank. Okay? Chris, We're crying out loud. There we go. I've been meaning to hit, ask you about that. We're going to need a little bit more out of your taxes, Chris. See my girl on the way out. There we I, go. I don't have anything out of it right now. <laughs> and we also, every, you know, with the new year, there's a lot of stress. Uh, maybe, you know, after the holidays, things get a little stressful, stressed out or whatnot. But start your new year off right with uh, some new year meditation. It's going to be Monday, January 23rd at 7 p.m. We've got, uh, we're going to learn some simple meditative techniques from Arlene Samuel. And she's going to focus on bringing joy, peace, positivity, and relaxation into your daily life. No, I think this is a great thing because I'll be honest with you, the way I dealt with stress during the holidays uh, caused my liver to uh, cramp up. Okay. <laughs> there and we so, go. yeah, I'm a, I need something else. Need so something. meditation sounds like a good idea. Well, Chris, can, I'll sign you up. Yeah. Okay. Monday, January 23rd, 7 p.m. 
And then for you history fans out there, we are having a um, Treasures of the Great Lakes. We're going to discover the shipwrecks of the Great Lakes. That's going to be Thursday, January 26th at 6.30 p.m. Award-winning shipwreck photographer, Kale Cothrade. I like how you did that. Thank you're you. reading off a card. Somebody gave you that. Somebody this was is like, my teleprompter, this. Oh, you're, Chris. Yeah, you're this reading, is my teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, I really should have had somebody put that phonetically in there. You know what? <laughs> if, if you've never been to Chris's basement, not only does he have the bar, great setup, but he has a teleprompter that I just put in my, my uh, if you, what I got to Whatever you put on there, I'll say. <laughs> I'm like Anchorman. <laughs> Milk was a bad. I, I would imagine yeah. that this. I would imagine this entire thing uh, does not go on without a, an extensive talk about the Edmund Fitzgerald, and um, you're gonna break out in song with an acoustic guitar and play it for everybody, right? Yeah, the I don't Edmund know Fitzgerald. if the uh, the uh, singing, especially by me, will be there. All right, people would leave. I'm just They'd saying, just get up and if you could and have somebody away. perform the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald live in person at this i'm just trying to pump up your event a little okay bit. that's what okay. you're trying that's okay. what i'm trying to help you out okay we'll try to yeah. add it then you gotta yeah. be more creative you're also in charge of the chamber of commerce now <laughs> right you gotta you gotta come up with stuff Thanks, right? Chris. You can't just Chris. call the podcast guy and go what do you think we should do you gotta you gotta come up with some stuff a, a history uh program on shipwrecks of the great lakes just isn't enough we gotta no, add a little spice not to it. when you got the edmund fitzgerald sitting out there and there's a whole song about and there's it. a whole song i don't know any of the words you know what we could hey, do redmond fitzgerald is there a <laughs> you've yes, never heard the song have you? have you heard the song <laughs> you've never heard the wreck I of the edmund fitzgerald have, but i can't pull it up like you <laughs> look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and kid what a great place it's called evergreen park but we know it better as the ep we're known for more than just the unabomber remember ted kaczynski you guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th street it's all part of ep's history so listen up to the EP Podcast, you might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park.